You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you could be notified every time we drop a new episode. And uh, we just shout out all of you who are you know, continuous listeners, right? You come in week after week to listen to our podcast. We just want to say thank you so much. And we want to encourage you to share the podcast. If, you know, it's an Instagram reel or if it's just sending this episode to someone that, you know, will be blessed by it, do so. Um, It just helps put our podcast in front of more and more people. Eddie, how are you feeling today? Um, Good. I mean, I'm always saying I'm feeling good, even <laughs> when I'm not feeling at 100. <laughs> you know, I mean, at the end of the day, um, just super excited. I mean, it's been great these last couple of weeks to yeah. be able to, you know, jump back in the swing of things, getting back on the podcast flow yeah. um, has been great. You know, you kind of miss it. And yeah, sometimes, absolutely. you know, it's funny because we have like a little intro, the things that we always say. And, and you know, you get nervous. Like, do I still remember it? Do <laughs> I, I still got it? <laughs> I know. Well, I that said, was me when I was setting everything up. I'm uh-huh. like, okay, this goes here, this goes here. Why isn't it playing yet? Like, yeah. why, you know? Yeah, yeah and then it, it becomes automatic uh, after a couple of weeks. You know, you don't even think about it until next year. We go back into our <laughs> other break, then we start forgetting stuff. Uh, but overall, I'm doing great. How's everything in your world? Yeah, everything is good. Um, you know, we are busy organizing and decluttering. And true, 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 true. It true. is a journey, right, mm. to do all of that um, <laughs> in preparation for our baby. But... Um, it's exciting, it's fun, and, you know, it's just a lot of dust that you have to clean. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just trying to find uh, ways to make the most of the space that you have. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's what and we're I, doing. And it's, it's when, when it comes to moving or reorganizing, those are the times you notice how much stuff you actually have. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you have closets and drawers and doors that you barely go into so you don't realize it. But then when you're like, oh, you know what? Let's reconvert that closet into a X, Y, and Z. Oh, man, the pain it is to Absolutely. then have to like go through everything, decide whether or not you need it, even though you haven't seen it for six to ten months. Yeah. You're still like emotionally tied Attached. to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you have a lot of that going oh, yeah. on. Right. And then there's certain things you're like, oh, like this was, you know, you gave me this jacket or yeah. my dad gave me this or, the, you know, and if you wish you could keep everything, but you just sometimes yeah. you just can't, you yeah, know. Yeah. So we're in that process, but it's all good. And, you know, it's for good purpose and good reason. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very exciting. But today we are talking about spending time with God. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Listen. Right. Spending time with God. And there are so many different ways to go about this conversation. So mm-hmm. many different ways that people spend time with God and what spending time with God actually is and what that looks like. Right. And it's something that, you know, there are studies that are done about this. There are surveys and polls that are done about this. Um, but you know, spending time with God alone with God. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. (laughs) It was funny. I think this topic came into, uh, our, you know, forethought because of the fact that I came across this um, study that LifeWay Research did. Yeah. Um, and they spoke to a group of people 
asked them specifically i believe it was young people and asked them you know what are the ways that they spend time with god with you know and they found that a lot of them said through prayer you know prayer is my you know way to spend time with god i speak to him and i have my conversations with him but they found that towards the end towards the bottom of the poll it was through reading the word yeah um so they're, they they saw this this trend that less and less people are reading the word of god but more and more people are speaking to God. <laughs> and, I, you know, that that's a situation. I, yeah. I feel like that's something to address and to speak of. Um, and whether or not, you know, we don't know the reasons. There, mm-hmm. there are people that have different reasons and stuff like that. Um, you also don't know, you know, the, the tricky thing with surveys is that people maybe misinterpreted the question also. Yeah. Um, but I do think that there is, um, there is, um, como se diría, like, there's a lot of truth to the fact that people aren't spending time reading their Bible Absolutely. as much as they maybe do find themselves talking to God, you know, yeah. on their car ride to work, on the way back home, when they're on the line in the grocery store, wherever they are. You know, I feel like it's so much more easier to have conversations with God than it is to separate time to get into his word. Yeah. And I think, again, it depends who you ask, because there are some people that will say, I find it so much harder to pray than Mm -hmm. to read the Bible. Mm -hmm. Or I find it so much more distracting, right? Like more distractions come to mind when I go to pray than if I were to read the Bible. Right. So it really depends on the individual. But I do, I can see how reading the Bible, you know, and equating that with spending time with God is kind of low. Right. Um, For many different reasons. I think there are a lot of people who, when it comes to the Bible, they don't read the correct version. Mm -hmm. So they read difficult versions that they don't understand. They don't know where to start when it comes to the Bible. Like, do I just randomly open the Bible in Mm -hmm. the middle? Do I randomly read a Psalms? Mm -hmm. Right. Like they don't know how to navigate reading the Bible um, in order to spend time with God or studying the Bible. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think, um, like you said, it could be easier to just spend time with God on the bus ride to school and just say a prayer than it is for you to intentionally take out a bible mm-hmm. whether physical or on your phone and read it yeah and stay focused and understand what you're reading you know for the most part i feel like a lot of people when it comes to reading the bible they read the bible and it's almost like a checklist like they check mm-hmm. off that box that they read it but now do they actually understand it did mm-hmm. it change you did it have an impact on you how is it going to affect your day what you yeah. read you know how does your view of god change mm-hmm. what did you learn about god that you didn't know before so i feel like when it comes to the bible a lot of us may not be getting the answers to those questions mm-hmm. where it's just we read the bible we check off the box we move on yeah you move on yeah and i think that you know one of the things that we have in our sunday school class that we've been doing you know a lot of emphasis on is the idea of digging deep to what yeah. you're reading you know a lot of that has to do with translations we had a class on that that we spoke about that as well where you know there are times where you need to get away from the Tao, Taoists, Taoists, and all of that because <laughs> that's not the language that we speak in the moment uh, that's not the language that you speak right. so it's a lot more difficult for you to understand that so try an american standard bible version or a different version that's uh an english that's more palatable but with that when studying the word of god i think that that's when then you need to have multiple translations available yeah. to you um as well you know and i think that that's the issue that i think like people find that reading the word of god is cumbersome mm-hmm. it's a lot of work you know it's like you gotta have three translations up you gotta do cross references then you gotta look up this and if you really want to get into it yeah um you know and i think that the best way the best things to help you that is to get yourself like a really good devotional you know that could you know that that has a focus 
that has an idea that is going to take you through a journey where it's going to bring you scripture, it's going to bring you questions, it's going to bring you things to think about. A lot of devotionals also have prayers at yeah. the end. Like you read some scripture, you filled out. Like if it's, I like the devotionals where you can like fill out certain questions. And then at the end, there's a prayer that wraps it all up. You know, you could start off with things like that, but eventually you need to build the the ability to be able to take scripture and to jump into it on your own but everybody has to start somewhere you know if you have to start off with floaties or if you have to start <laughs> off with training wheels then go ahead and do it that way yeah um but there is a lot of information to dig yeah. into yeah and i feel like a lot of times you know people they may not just know the resources that are out there yeah right there are so many resources out there that could help you when it comes to the bible and reading the bible and understanding the bible where there's almost like there's no excuse mm -hmm. you know um there's no excuse as to you not being able to do something yeah. if you don't like to read you can listen to an audio bible right That's if true. you don't like to you know listen to like a podcast or audio bible then you can pick up a bible and mm -hmm. read it yourself you know like there's so many different ways where if you truly want to get to know more about who god is mm -hmm. and know more about him you will find that method you will find that way that works for you yeah yeah, you there's know? visuals, there's visual yeah. Bibles as well, you know, where they have like these animated um, uh, videos where it like sums up, you know, Exodus, you know, chapters X through, you know, one through 20, you know, and it gives you like an illustration of what the Bible says specifically. And sometimes it even breaks it down for you and like explains this is why this is that significant. Yeah. You know, so I think that, you know, in the age of technology and the year we're living in, you know, there are unlimited resources for us yeah. um, but i also think we have to break the the bondage we have to break <laughs> the, the that feeling of you know when we grew up you know i feel like you know i grew up in the 90s you know where these resources weren't as accessible right. right and also i have a funny relationship when it comes to the actual like physical bible i maybe mentioned this in episodes before um so i had to let go of all of that the idea that all oh, reading the word is um is a, a task or reading the word of god is like uh, something that is a punishment like you know it was never looked at as something to enjoy, something that it was fun, something that it was good, that it was a privilege, that it was an honor. And it wasn't until I got older and I understood how to navigate the word of God. I understood yeah. that when I'm reading something and I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but I wonder what that means. And I jump into something else and I look for what that means and how does that affect the story and all of that was when I, you know, found passion and I found enjoyment in reading the word. You know, if you're just picking it up, there are people that can do it. There are people that they will pick up their Bible that they've had since 1975, and that's all they need. Yeah. And great for them. Unfortunately, I don't have that ability. <laughs> and I feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't have that ability yeah. as well, and that's why they stay away from it. Mm -hmm. But you have to be creative with it, and you have to really look for the resources. And, you know, there's people that have Bibles that they, they allow you to, you know, like color in them and do the art thing in that because they're a person who's creative and sometimes a little ADHD, and they can't stay still. So they need to read the scripture, color it so that it stays in their mind. Mind. you know there's a lot of different things out there and resources that yeah. people can take advantage of yeah it's funny because as you were talking i was thinking about um you know one of the students i tutor right mm -hmm. and you know she's in fourth grade and she reads a lot on her kindle right mm -hmm. and it's funny because as she reads if there's a word that she does not understand she stops and she's able to hit the word mm -hmm. and literally the definition of the word comes up through the dictionary app right so she'll be reading out loud and may not understand what cumbersome means, right? Mm. 
we'll hit the word, we'll get the definition, and we'll literally process out loud, oh, that's why, you know, they put that mm. in there because it was this, it was, and like, we'll make the connection right then and there. And then we'll keep reading, and then there's another word that she doesn't understand intentionally. What does that mean? And then we'll, you know, highlight the word and get the definition, and then all of it, like, you see the moment, right, where it clicks and mm-hmm. it makes sense to her, right? And again, that is, you know, reading for pleasure and enjoyment, right? But when it comes to studying God's word, how many times, you know, have we had a moment like that yeah you know and probably not many right Mm -hmm. unless you are intentionally reading the word and when you're not understanding something you're researching right when you don't know what a word means you're looking it up when you don't get understand a certain context you're looking it up and researching and trying to find another tool right so it takes an active like participator right as you're reading the bible you have to be an active participator and engage with it like that in real time because if not you won't see the value in it you know when we talk about spending time with god you know, you said it earlier, like referencing, you know, the way you grew up for me, you know, I grew up in, in our church at the time, you know, we had like different pastor and different leadership and everything. But at the time when I was a kid growing up, you know, they were very heavily on praying and fasting every week, mm-hmm. right? Where different people would do it. And it was like at 6am. And I felt as a kid, as a child, I remember if I was not spending time with God at six in the morning mm-hmm. or fasting from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. at night or 12, right, or whatever, that I was less than mm. or I wasn't as, you know, holy, you could say, or as useful in the church or as Christian, however you want to, you know, fill in the blank, because I did not spend time with God in that way, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't until I got older that I realized that you have to find the way with spending time with God, the way it works for you, Oh yeah, absolutely. you know. But at the same time, understanding the level of there may be a sacrifice, it may Mm -hmm. be uncomfortable at times, like fasting, let's say, isn't always, you know, such an activity that you're just like, I can't wait. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then you're doing in the process and you're like, I love this. Right. Like sometimes it takes work. Right. And it takes a mindset and a focus Mm -hmm. to put yourself in a place where you want to do this and you see the benefits and you're Mm -hmm. sacrificing your flesh and it's working. Right. But then there are other moments where it's like, do I really need to get up at this time? because this is what other people are doing and what other people say they do when they spend time with God. You know, do I need to do that? Because it doesn't work with me, mm-hmm. right? It's not working with my work schedule. It doesn't mm-hmm. work with my sleep schedule. It doesn't mm-hmm. work with, you know, the things that I do. So I think you need to find what works for you yeah, and understand when you do that from a place of honesty, mm-hmm. right? And being truthful, you're not doing it because you want it to fit your schedule and mm-hmm. you want it to fit your life and you want it to fit what you like mm-hmm. because there will be times where you may have to, like I said, sacrifice what you want, yeah. right? But at the same time, you need to be realistic with who you are yes. and where God has you and what God has you doing where mm-hmm. doing certain things because other people are doing it may not work for you. Yeah. Spending time with God should be something that is very individualized, is very personal and not something that is copied, mm-hmm. right? Because you know a friend of mine gets up every morning at 6 a.m and they pray from 6 to 7 a.m i'm gonna do the same thing so i can see the breakthrough that they saw yeah you should be encouraged to pray you should be encouraged to spend time with god but now are you simply doing it because it seems like a recipe to get something Mm. or it seems like a recipe to get a breakthrough or a recipe that i want god to use me like that so i'm gonna do everything they did Mm. and spend time with god the way they spend time with god in order to get that or reach that place yeah and there's nothing wrong 
normal being influenced or motivated by yeah. anyone and what they do. But that's funny because that reminded me. I remember as a teenager, um, I went to school. I lived in Brooklyn, but I went to school in Manhattan. Um, so I had to take a train and it was like maybe up to an hour, depending on, you know, rush hour and stuff like that. Um, so I remember what sometimes I would just take my train ride. That would be like my moment to read the Bible. I yeah. take my train ride, read the Bible and stuff like that because my, my day was crazy. Um, and I remember someone finding out that I they were like, oh, you don't read the Bible at home. I was like, no, I read it on the train. That's, you know, that works for me. And they were like, how dare you not take time in your house to read the word of God? I'm like, but I read it on the train. That That's what works for me. Right. You know, just because you have the time, you're home all day, you have the ability to read from home. I'm not home all day, so I can't do that. You know, And so, you could be doing other things on the train. You know, oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. listening to music or yeah. watching shows or movies or yeah. reading a book, right? But you choose to do that. Yeah, you know, and I remember that I they in that moment, I remember they made me feel like if I was doing something wrong. Like, mm-hmm. how dare I, you know, read the the word of God on the train and not at home in like a safe space. And, yeah. You know, I had to learn to shake that off and be like, no, it's, you know, you can read it whenever you want. You want to read it at work. You want to read it on whatever. You know, you do that. And, you know, sometimes people will, you know, think that things are supposed to be done a certain way and they'll ask you and then you they'll find out you do a little different. It may take them aback. But at the end of the day, you know, you really have to do what works best for you like you were saying you know and and you know when you're talking a little bit about this uh idea sometimes you have to be uncomfortable you know i'm the type of person that i can spend hours in worship you know there's a lot of different ways that you can spend time with god yeah i can you leave me in a concert for five hours worshiping god i'm in there right on my feet the whole time (laughs) ask me to read the bible for five hours that's not happening (laughs) or whatever you know unfortunately that's not i you know whatever but I'm going to have to, I yes. have to take time out to do certain things that I don't like. There's some people, like you said, that have issues, that have trouble praying. Mm-hmm. They can sit for five hours, read the Bible. They can go to a concert for five hours. But prayer for them is something that's like, oh, I don't know. Like, they, they just, they, they can't, I don't know. It's, everybody's different. They fall asleep or they find their mind wandering or whatever the situation is. You know, but sometimes you have to force yourself. Like, you know what? This isn't the easiest thing for me to do, but I have to make the effort to be like well i'm gonna have to push let me put an alarm let me put a timer or something to be like all right you got five minutes to stay in that yeah whether it is you know in a in a in a position of prayer just thinking and praying and speaking with god whether it is reading the word whether it is you're someone who doesn't feel comfortable worshiping yeah there are people that are like that yeah there are people that they can't do it they they Mm -hmm. just and you know sometimes you got to break out of that as well because i think that to really understand god and all his facets and all you know take advantage of what god's presence is and what it means to be in his presence you have to experience him in every area that you can don't limit yourself to only experiencing god in one thing yeah. You know, and there, there, it's there's beauty to being able to be like, you know what, I, I it, it, it hurt a little, or you know what, I had to kind of like force myself to do this, but it was worth it. Yes, and it's funny because as you were talking, I was thinking even for myself, you know, when it comes for me and spending time with God, it's very heavily, like you said, I can put on music and mm-hmm. just lose myself, right? But then I come, you know, to I realized a while, you know, a while back, I remember having this moment where it was like, you know. I'm not really praying when I do that. Like Mm. I'm in worship. Right. But I'm not like intentionally in that moment praying for like this and praying for that and presenting this before God and that before God. Like I'm in a moment of just worship almost Mm. the whole time. And it's like, I also need to like actually talk to him. Mm -hmm. Right. So although the idea of worship is amazing and great and essential to the life of a believer, you also need to pray to him. Yeah. So it's finding that balance where, you know, like you said, you may not like to read, but you may have to 
push yourself Mm -hmm. to create a rhythm or a habit in your life where you read God's word. It may not be super enjoyable because you don't like to read, but you are putting yourself in the place of you're denying yourself, putting yourself, you know, I am less than so he can become greater. So I'm going to do this, even though it's not something that I would do, you know, on the regular or Mm -hmm. it's something that I really enjoy doing. Right. So it's just making sure that, yes, you know, all of these spiritual disciplines are essential. Right. But we have to be sure that we don't put one above the other. Mm -hmm. Right. Where we are practicing all of them and doing all of them in a way where, you know, we are doing what we're supposed to do and spending that time with God in the most effective way and not kind of just spending time with God when it's convenient for us or spending time with God when we want something, spending time with God when, you know, something is going wrong in our life and we need them to fix it, you know, because then it's like we run into those issues as well, where we are only spending time with God when we need something in return Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work that way. You know, Um, the difference, you know, with God and the God that we serve, right, is he is a personal God, right? And he is a relatable God. So I think it's one of those things where we have to understand the God we serve is not just, you know, a God that is seated on the throne so far detached from you that doesn't want to hear from you, doesn't want to talk to you, doesn't want to experience you. No, he wants a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. So he will do whatever it is in his power, you know, to get your attention for you to, you know, develop that rhythm in your life to read the word, to pray to him, to worship him and do it out of a place of love. Yeah. Right. Ultimately, that should be what our motivation is. You know, love. We love Mm -hmm. God. So we are choosing to do these things. We love God. So we choose to sacrifice our flesh and, you know, go before his presence, even though we're tired, even though we're distracted, even though we had a long day, we're choosing to do that anyway because we love him. Yeah. You know, and love should be that driving force. Yeah, absolutely. So if you find yourself realizing you know what i need to spend a little bit more time with god in this area push yourself motivate yourself you know what we're in the middle of the year but so what set yourself set up a new goal for yourself yeah well you know what i'm gonna spend more time with god in prayer or i'm gonna spend more time looking for god through his word or i'm gonna spend more time with god in worship you know do that evaluate yourself because you're only setting yourself up to know god in a new and more beautiful way Yeah. And I feel like when you take those moments to do those things, right, um, there's a sense also of like relief and a Mm -hmm. sense of peace that you do feel afterwards. And I mean, a sense of just like where you can breathe for a little bit, you know, and I think like you said earlier, you know, it is so worth it at the end, Mm -hmm. right? When you take out that time and when you do that and when it's something that's daily, right? It's not just at certain moments. No, this is a daily thing, right? Mm -hmm. This is a part of my lifestyle. This is a part of who I am. I spend time with God and it's a thing that I am used to. It's a rhythm in my life. You know, you will see how worth it it is. And that's kind of, you know, my prayer for people who listen, Mm -hmm. right? And for people who may be struggling with how do I make this a daily thing in my life, you definitely can do it you definitely can find the time you definitely can find the resources you know reach out for people you know to help you if if that's the case as well but there's definitely a way um where this can work for you and i just pray that when you do take that step and when you do try that you experience god and you see god and you discover something new about him where it makes you want to do it again Mm -hmm. you know and then you do that and then it makes you want to do it again you know and i believe that because God is a personal God, he will give you that, 
mm-hmm. like experience and he will kind of give you that that push for sure to do that yeah absolutely so we thank you for tuning in to today's episode we want you to follow us on instagram and facebook at god life culture podcast we want you to hit that subscribe button if you have not done so so you can be subscribed every time we drop a new episode and notified um when we drop one and we thank you for tuning in today and we hope that you go and spend some time with god today uh however that looks like to you do it and we pray that you are blessed yeah so thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the god life culture podcast that's god God life Life Culture. culture Until next time. See ya. Bye.